0: NBA Draft Goat Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Raphael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick, follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today, and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern. On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, we are going to discuss... uh, some potential conference realignment uh shaking things up and listener emails let's go
1: you are locked on spartans your daily podcast on the michigan state spartans part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Spartans. It is Thursday, July 22nd, the year's 2021. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my joining the SEC co-host, Matt Sheehan.
1: Well, I'm out of here. That's right. Big announcement coming from yours truly. I, I'm hitting the bricks. I'm going to greener pastures. Get me an SEC country, baby. That's right. I'll probably single-handedly do better at football than Vanderbilt has done in the last 20 years. But, you know, I guess I got to play the game still, don't I? You too, huh? Yeah, yeah. Me too. I'm a sellout, Will. What can I say? I mean, I'm I'm out of here. I'm out of here. It's nice on you. Sp- <laughs> Speaking of big announcements, um,
0: <laughs> hey, uh, no, uh, so Texas and Oklahoma want to go to the SEC. That got us to thinking what happens to the Big Ten if that comes to fruition. We'll talk about that. And then we got some listener questions that we will get to in segments two and three that's the plan for today's show reminded to rate review subscribe to the podcast you can find locked on spartans wherever you get your podcast we do this every single day five days a week part of the Locked On podcast network your team every single day so matt you were uh you're pretty tied up in work today you said you didn't you're under a bit of a rock digitally
1: I don't know what the hell happened today, man. Point blank. I'm sorry, everyone. I know you expect me to come into here at least somewhat prepared. I'm just going to be transparent and tell you I'm not the slightest bit prepared whatsoever to talk about anything right now. But you know what? We flick that microphone on anyway, and we, we give it a go, baby. We, we give, give it a her go. a rip. Yep. We give her
0: a rip. Um, <laughs> so Oklahoma and uh, Texas, according to a report from the Houston Chronicle, uh, approached the SEC, about joining the conference. And I just want to real quick say mm-hmm. um, I'm glad that – how do I want to say this? Um, it wasn't too long ago, Matt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It wasn't too long ago where uh, the idea of the athletes making money – was something that could potentially potentially destroy the very fabric of college football.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, it's gonna be uh, yeah fast tracked here. No, no doubt so, about that.
0: So I'm just glad that the uh, universities didn't let that linger too long after NIL took place to sure. remind everyone, <laughs> hey, no, they're the ones that can and will destroy the uh, the fabric yeah. of yeah. college football. So, yep. Uh huh. That's point one. Point two. This is interesting. Um, don't know if it's going to happen. There's supposed to, according to the report sometime in the next two to three weeks, it'll get addressed. Don't know that it's, it doesn't sound like it's, uh, nothing, but I'm not totally sure that it's something yet. So we'll, we'll pick up that when the time comes, but
1: sure.
0: Let's say it happens. We're going to go down the, the trail that it happens. Oklahoma and Texas gone. To there. the SEC. Yep. There's not a single reason for the Big 12 to stay intact at that point.
1: <laughs> the, uh, the Big Eight, you mean? That would be, yeah, that'd be a devastating blow. But I gotta say, yeah. Kansas football rises again, baby. That's right. This oh. is this is their shot. This is their <laughs> shot to really capitalize on the deal. Uh, Iowa State probably just banging out oh, 10 straight Big 12 titles. Ah, uh, Oklahoma State maybe with a cameo every once in a while there. But, uh, wow, that would uh, be devastating to that landscape there and the old Big 12 will. I know, hot there take coming from me.
0: There would be no reason for it to exist. There would be no national relevance to it. You've got, if Texas and Oklahoma leave, you've got a handful of programs that every now and then make a little bit of noise and then dip sure. down, make a little, yep. like, TCU, Baylor, Oklahoma Baylor. State, Iowa yeah. State. like West Virginia! get yeah, right. Yeah, not you. since they joined the Big 12, really, but West Virginia. Yeah, like, it's just well, a lot they get to nine wins
1: every once in a while. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun.
0: Occasionally.
1: But they're like, fun. They're fun.
0: They're going to become a, a scrap heap conference of Texas and Oklahoma leave. Like, let's be honest. Unless they're able to, yeah. I don't know, pull Texas A&M back with a bunch of money and pull I, I don't even know what you would I don't know. I can't see anyone leaving the SEC. Can't see anyone leaving the Big Ten. No, no,
1: no, no.
0: You get the Arizona teams from the Pac-Twelve, maybe? I have no idea what you're uh, Go you fishing to do. for
1: Cincinnati, bring them in. I don't know. Cincinnati like and Central Boise. Florida. I, I, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's
0: it it doesn't bode well for the future of the Big Twelve. So let's say Texas and Oklahoma go to the SEC. What does this mean for the Big Ten? Big 12 schools are probably uh, looking for new homes. I I,
1: I think it's going to make
0: rats off a sinking ship.
1: Absolutely. Or an already sunken ship, right?
0: Yes. With that in mind, are there any programs in the Big 12 or otherwise? Because let's face it, the last time conference realignment happened, it was kind of a mad scramble. Leagues were just like, it wasn't just like, oh, you move here to here and here to here. It was like... A hundred moves. It was impossible to keep up with. Teams were switching all over the place. If, and the Big East football conference was gone. At the end of it, there was no Big East football conference. If this happens and it's a mad scramble and there's some shifting and realignment, what would you like to see? What piques your interest as a Michigan State fan in terms of Big 12 schools or other schools kind of shifting things around?
1: So as a fan, I'm glad you worded it that way, because if I was a commissioner of the Big Ten, I wouldn't bring in any of the remaining schools like they would get much more benefit being in the Big Ten than you would get from them in the Big Ten. But since I am a fan here, well, yeah, I'll say them again. For some reason, I have a soft spot for West Virginia. I I feel like they're a distant cousin of Michigan State. They seem to have fun. They seem to have a great time. That's a very passionate fan base over there. Uh, And also just for geography's sake and, well, you know, Stoke a great rivalry. That already happens in the non-conference, but it would be in conference now. Bring on the Cyclones, baby. Why not? Let's get Iowa State in the mix. Uh, let's reignite the the rivalry of... Uh, well, I guess not reignite. It's already there. But even add more gasoline to that rivalry with Iowa. El Asico, baby. That's right. We're going to get that to be a mm-hmm. conference game. Kansas moves the needle for me a little bit, but... N- Basket, yeah, that's the thing. Like, not everyone really. Thinks fo- everyone thinks
0: football right? and fair. Football runs a lot of things. It's very easy and... Acceptable to laugh at Kansas football. That said, it is. Would bringing a doormat, easy win for football and a absolute blue blood power needle mover in basketball be bad? Like it's kind of. I think you just don't want mediocre.
1: For a conference, no, it'd be great. But for a Michigan State fan, the last thing I want to see is another Blue Blood walk into this conference. If that sounds like I'm dodging hard competition and I'm a loser, fine. I'm dodging hard competition and I'm a loser then. Like, we've got enough programs in this conference to deal with. I I don't need the program over in in Kansas uh, to enter the fray here. That's that's, that's more than okay with me. That's fine. That's fine. I'm a coward. What can I say? I
0: don't. Necessarily, I don't think it makes you a coward. Slightly, slightly, a little bit, a a little bit. Have some, have some respect for your program. You play Kansas. We play Kansas. Michigan State plays Kansas every three years in the Champions Classic. Yeah, you get to see Kansas like fairly often enough, and with yeah, the Big Ten ACC Challenge. It's always like it's either Duke, Louisville, UNC. Right, you're getting the top of the line teams. They never freaking get the crap teams out of the ACC. Never play an NC state in that game. Um, I, I <laughs> think there's right enough. There's already enough juice in a Michigan state basketball schedule, but it, it would be fun at times to have Kansas. Just imagine like Michigan state, Kansas end of the regular season winner takes home the big 10 uh, at the Breslin center. Like that'd be pretty cool, but
1: <sighs> that sounds so stressful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yeah. Um, it would be fun, but I, yeah, I'm not sure I want Kansas just because of the basketball. I would be interested in El Asico bringing uh, Iowa State and just to give Iowa that rivalry and add a little bit more juice out west. Um, can we kick Rutgers out and can oh, we kick and, Maryland yeah. out? All in favor? And, yep. yeah, let's let's kick those two out. Bring in West Virginia. Bring in Iowa State. Maybe sniff around see if Kentucky's interested. Um, oh, okay. All right. And, kick the tires on know, them. Sure. Basketball. Yeah, kick the tires on basketball angle. You can actually play in a real conference, Kentucky, with the sport you are good at. Even though they really do care about football, they're just you know, mediocre uh mediocre as hell. Yeah, that's but true. There's the point I think is there's not really like any obvious answer at all, I don't know that there's like one program that you look at and like that would be a good fit because West Virginia, like the Big Ten's not taking West Virginia because of academics. They're just they're not going to do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Iowa State to be honest. Uh, that in depth, it's not like Alasico would be fun, but it's not. It's not enough to really move the needle, and right there isn't a single team in a major market. Really? Correct, yeah. Like, the Texas teams are all kind of in the middle of nowhere, especially compared to, you know, that the team in Austin. I mean, SMU. Uh, c- but Corpus Christi's popping, in buddy.
1: That's right. <laughs> Corpus Christi's getting yeah. it done. Lubach uh, is the know. Manchester of the West, a little-known fact. That's right.
0: I, I'm not sure TCU moves the needle. Uh, Manhattan, Kansas, not really doing it. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't. I think there's an obvious solution. I think the Big Ten might just sit back and be like, "We're good. Yeah, we like no, this. totally, we're, we're right, fine. Yeah, call Notre Dame just to say that we yeah. called Notre Dame and they
1: laugh <laughs> right. at us. Just do our due diligence, right, right on. Yeah, R- really quick, put the fan hat back on, not the Big Ten commissioner hat back on. Uh, Oklahoma State, does that move the needle for you at all as a fan? Like, would <sighs> you be interested in bringing them in if they were like if they they're were, right on the cusp for me, right on the cusp?
0: If they were like Purdue basketball, if their basketball program was like as good as Purdue's or as good as, you know, maybe even dip down a little bit to Iowa, then yeah. But they're like, yeah, they had Cade Cunningham. Sure. After that. That's one player for one year. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, and they had Marcus Smart and they had like every so often they're okay. But it's just, it's not enough to really get me going. And the football program's not quite good enough. Fair. To make up for it. They make up for it some, but not all the way. So Fair. Yeah, okay. I, I, they're interesting. It'd be If if the Big Ten added them, I wouldn't be like, oh, really? Like I was with Rutgers sure. in Maryland. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't be like over the moon thinking it's a great uh, win. All right, let's do some listener emails. First, a word from rockauto.com. Thanks. Were you taking a sip of water or were we on a bad I
1: was actually. I'm sorry. You you got me in a sign of of weakness again.
0: That's okay. That's okay. It's not like I ever throw it to you after the first line of an ad read. Of any any ad read.
1: (laughs) Not just that one. Any. first
0: (sighs) First time I've ever done that. Well, with all the makes and models out in the world today, in the car world, it's beginning to get tougher and tougher to find exactly what you need and tougher for your local chains, your car dealerships. To carry everything that you might need for your cars. You know who's got it, though, Matt? RockAuto.com. Darn tootin'. They're a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for more than 20 years. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto, and they have everything you could ever need for your car. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet. What else, Matt?
1: Gas pedals. Gas pedals.
0: And the best part, it's all online and Prices are reliably low for every customer. Why would you spend up to 30 50 100 percent more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Why would you do it?
1: I, it sounds like a great idea if you were just the world's biggest clown, Will. That's right. Here. Here. But you're not.
0: Here. So instead, you're going to go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Okay, let's get to some emails from E-mail the listeners. Time. I have 20 emails in oh, the inbox.
1: Heavens. Okay. Wow.
0: Wait, let me see. One, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11. Two of these were not listener emails, but 11 of them are. So let's see here. One through 11, Matt. Yeah. Pick one.
1: Got to do it for Drew Neitzel, baby. Let's go number 11. Take me to the top. That's right.
0: Number 11. Dale Person.
1: Oh, Dale, it's a trivia question from
0: Dale. Dale, oh. thank you. Um, what former Michigan State Spartan football star's daughter is currently on this year's 4x400 Olympic relay team?
1: You got me. I, I, I have no guesses. Um, hmm. <laughs> Oh boy, uh, Cedric Irving. I have no idea. No.
0: <laughs> you know what? You're in the right state, buddy. You're yeah. in the right state. Perfect. No. Damien Manson from West Palm Beach, Florida, the 1991 recruiting class. His daughter, Taylor Manson, wow. uh, went to East Lansing High School. Yep, current Florida Gator that is on the 4x400 Olympic relay team. Uh, and Dale says they are on their way to winning the gold medal at the Olympics, which I, I believe because sure. I watched some trials, Matt. Oh, yeah. I watched some trials. The uh, The USA Runners this year. Woo. This just in. They're Strong fast. Group. Oh, yeah, they're fast. <laughs> Strong group all over the place. A lot yeah. of strength in the, in the track team. Uh, a lot of people putting up. I was going to say big numbers, but they're putting up little numbers. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Nice call. Very nice. Nice, uh, nice call there too, by Dale. uh, Nice find.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect for the Olympics. Getting going. Got the opening ceremonies in a couple days. Courtney Hawkins' daughter is a really good sprinter too. Is she now? Okay. I'm not sure. And yeah, I think she's still in high school, but I think she's like legit. Like, Hey, this might be a sprinter to keep an eye on. Nice. Um, okay. One through 10.
1: Uh, Andrew Maxwell, number 10, baby. That's right.
0: We're just going down the list, okay? Pretty much, yeah. This is from Michael Day, and it's not the Mikey Day that is on Saturday Night Live, I'm going
1: to assume. If Uh, it is, maybe. Come on the pod. Yeah, sure. Anyway, we still love you, Michael. Thank you. All
0: right. I love, absolutely love this question. Oh, yeah? Love it. Hit me. Yep. If you could rewrite the recruitment of one of the following players so that they chose Michigan State instead of the team that they ended up going to, which would you choose? I bet you you could list everyone on this list without me even prompting it. Let's do that first, and then okay. we'll do the question. Okay. There are all right. uh, one, two, three, four. There are six names on six. this list. It's all basketball. Yeah, okay, perfect. It's all basketball. Um, Give me the six. I think you can do all six.
1: Uh, Josh Jackson? Yep. Yep. Yeah, Jabari Parker? Yep. Uh, Caleb Swannigan? No, that's a good oh, one, Really, but no. shoot. I thought I was kind yep. of going that's off okay. the board there. Uh, Cliff Alexander? You can, you can
0: have... No, and I knew that was going to be the other one. Yeah. Okay, now now you're out of turns. Uh, you're out of misses.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Two strikes and I'm out. That's fine.
0: Crap. Yep. No, you got one more. Yeah, three strikes, you're out. So three you're strikes, you're out. Okay. Yeah, you got to get the last four yeah, <sighs> without
1: missing. Tyus Jones? Yes. Okay, all right. Now, this is the same class, I believe. My memory's a little fuzzy, but I believe, and this might be a little too far fetched, but Tyler Ulis? Oh, I know. No, I'm sorry. I'm missing, I'm missing a way obvious one. A Devin Booker. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. <gasps> Shoot. Maybe he was lost in how close he was to coming to Michigan State because, like, I, I think it was a lot closer than like, people remember in hindsight. Then again, Kentucky comes knocking on the door, and, and it's pretty appealing to go to, I suppose. So, ah, shoot. Well, you, you just want to rattle him off for okay. me, Will? Yeah.
0: Yep, yep. Chris Weber.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. I was not going to go back that far. So, that's a good one.
0: Well,. That's okay. No, it's a good one. Uh, Jaleel Okafor. Yeah. I thought you were going to say instead of Olus. Yeah. Yeah. Tyus Jones, Jaleel Okafor. You got Josh Jackson and Vernon Carey.
1: Ah, Vernon Carey. You know, I was going to miss him. I I don't know how or why I was going to miss him, but yeah.
0: Would have been the absolute perfect fit. Anyway, Chris Webber, Jabari Parker, Tyus Jones, and Jaleel Okafor are in the same bubble because they're a package deal.
1: Yeah.
0: Josh Jackson, Vernon Carey. One of those five groups. Goes to Michigan State instead of Michigan and basically Duke and a little bit of <laughs> Right. Um, <laughs> which one do you want? You want Chris Webber, Jabari Parker, Tyus Jones, and Okafor, Josh Jackson, or Vernon Carey?
1: Let me look this up really quick to make sure I'm in the right time frame here because yeah, okay, it is. Yep. <sighs> the. The team that got away for Izzo to get title number two wasn't any team that ever yep. reached a Final Four. It yep. was, in my opinion, yep. the yep. 2014 yep. team. And with that yep. said, I'm going to go with Jabari Parker here. Yep. I mean, yep. uh, that yep. that is the one that hurt the most, no doubt. And you know what else didn't help that whole recruiting saga either, Will, is... The BS reasoning behind it, like, oh, I don't know how me and Brandon Dawson are going to th- split minutes and share the court. Like, oh, my God, who the hell cares? <laughs> They'll make it work. You guys will make it work. So that that one is the one that hurt the most. Um, Weber, I, I, listen, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, this is just a factor of me probably not being old enough to <laughs> be able to enjoy here. it. No, it's not even that. It's just like, I, I don't know, it's just a little too far out of the era. Vernon Carey, listen, that's a great one. However... That season never wrapped up. Like, it just, COVID shut it down. So, I, if, if they were able to do the tournament and everything, absolutely. I think he's definitely in the conversation. But, I don't know. We, we didn't miss a tournament run with him or anything. Josh Jackson, yeah, listen, well, tough. Oh, Can't oh, sorry, sorry. Him.
0: That was a qualifier. That was a qualifier. Um, oh, okay. The tournament happens. <sighs>
1: I'm still going with Jabari Parker, I think, just because that team was so good. Mm-hmm. And listen, you have Jabari for that UConn game. I like to think they're not blowing an eight-point second-half lead. I like to think they're going into the second half already up 28 points instead of just eight points with Jabari, but I digress. Uh, yeah, God. That's a great question, but no, no I'm just sad. No, I'm just sad. But, yeah. Great question, though, i got to say.
0: It is. Mm-hmm. Um, for me... I'm probably going to end up going Jabari Parker with you. I think C-Web is interesting, but, like, maybe it helps things get going a little bit quicker, but okay, things yeah. still got going. Like, the Tom Izzo, like, that sort of, you know, I know he put so much, like, time and effort into that recruitment, And it obviously went to Michigan and like the biggest rival Michigan State has. And it was really great for Michigan. Mm -hmm. But Tom Izzo ended up okay, right? I would say so, yeah. Maybe it's like like he wasn't even the head coach then, but like maybe it's a little cleaner at the start because, like, oh, hey, he's the guy who got C web. Sure. But like he did okay uh, off the jump recruiting in Michigan. I think he did all right. Um, Josh Jackson, meh. I mean, that would have been interesting, but he would have been one and done, and he would have been out of here in that team his freshman year. They still wouldn't have been very good. Vernon Carey, that team needed a big, could have had a nice big, and to go with Xavier Tillman, and could have been a potential national title team. Jabari Parker, that addition, I think, would have put Michigan State over the top that season. Tyus Jones, Jalil Ocford, like, it's hard to— go against them, too, because they did win the national title. <laughs> so, you know, and they absolutely <laughs> hammered Michigan State uh, in the Final Four of that year behind Jones and Oka, uh, ah, Okafor. Blame so the maybe, rest for that one.
1: Come on. Come on.
0: <laughs> that also means no Tum Tum, Javon Bess and Marvin Clark, which is a, <laughs> a recruiting class mm. that didn't exactly
1: work <laughs> oh, right, so. Good times. Hey, still got the Final May- Four, though. What up?
0: <laughs> yeah. You, you know what? You're right. Um, It's tough, but I think I'm with you. I think I'm going Jabari Parker on that one. Let me check our time. Yeah, we'll pause for a sec. We'll come back and we'll do a few more emails in just a second. First word from BetOnline.
1: .ag. See, I was ready for that one, Will. All right. One for two, (laughs) baby. There we go.
0: Locked in and ready. BetOnline is the (laughs) fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Don't know why I just read through that so cleanly. Like, the NBA, NHL are,
1: are done. I, I should have. I they got it. futures. No, they, they got futures bets out there. Yeah, Come they got futures. You're right.
0: NFL futures. Yeah. NFL futures are out there. College football futures are out there. Get on that. Before yeah. the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Is this your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs? Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. One word, Locked On. Excuse me, and you're gonna get a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts.
1: All right, one through nine, Matt. Uh, you know, one, number one. I don't think I've ever picked number one okay. when we do this. So yeah, let's change the tie here.
0: Josiah Tash and I, I haven't read any I read any of these so we'll see how uh, it goes. if you luck. had to pick if you had to pick one home uniform and one away uniform for the football team to wear for the next five seasons, what would it
1: be Josiah love you great question that, that's a that's a very fantastic question um't you, you,
0: you get one home one uniform or one home one away for every game and you can't change it for the next five years.
1: Give me for the home game. Um, you know what? Strike that. I'm going to start on the road. Easy answer. I'm going all white everything. The the full-on Stormtrooper, yep. get up, white yep. from head to toe. I like that one a lot. I think it's very clean. Agreed. The home, I really want to say like the 2015 like pro combat uniforms that they had. Like the kind okay. of ones that they wore against Oregon is the one that I'm thinking of. But yeah no what I say no screw it no those those are those were clean we're, we're going with those bad boys that's right yeah pro combat uniforms so what there's a little bit of bronze in there some black not any white whatsoever in there yeah whatever hey we can figure it out it's uh yeah yeah let, let's go with that 2015 pro combats baby
0: I knew you were gonna go with that and that's okay
1: yeah oh no i'm I'm very like predictable when it comes to uniforms I think.
0: I think I'm going for home. I'm going all green with Kelly the green? neon helmet.
1: Kelly green, all like g- throwback, all like green. early nineties.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Dark, the the heavy green that they've been wearing recently mm-hmm. with the neon helmet. Wow.
1: Okay. That's interesting. All right. You I, know what? No. I, see you.
0: I I changed my mind. Gruff Sparty helmet.
1: But gruff is neon. Gruff is a neon. Can gruff I interest you in a, that? Yeah, can I sell you on that? Have. There we go. Oh, well, I mean, hey, it was part of the question uniforms they've worn before. What a, oh, neon script state. Neon script state, baby. Yes. Let's go. There you go.
0: No, yes. neon gruff.
1: <laughs> yeah. That. I, God, I, that, sounds, that sounds pretty tight, actually, doesn't it? I mean, I can get on board with that.
0: Yeah, it could be okay. All right, one through eight. Uh, One again. Yeah, one again. All right. Yep. This is from Evan Lido.
1: Evan, you're the man. Would Thank you, you
0: rather take, take this season, Peyton Thorne as the starter, go 500, mediocre bowl game, U of M goes to a New Year's Six Bowl, and the following year MSU morphs back into the Baylor Cotton Bowl year type of team, mm-hmm. or Russo starts, goes to a New Year's Six Bowl this year, Thorne starts the following year, but is now a year behind in terms of progress. So they're going to go 500 mediocre bowl game. And then who knows from there? (sighs) Do you want a great season this year? Like, do you want to play for now and have a great season this year? Or do you want to kick the can down the road and have uh, the, the builds be more steady? Or do you want to do a step back?
1: as amazing as being great now would be because listen, MSU they're over under for the whole season's four and a half. No one expects them to do good. They were voted to finish last in the big 10 East amongst the media today. Um, That would be hilarious if they just went to the Fiesta bowl. I would lose my mind. And uh, yeah, the Mel Tucker ship would be set and sail big time into hype land. But with that said, I'm going to go with the 500 season with Thorne. Sure, U of M goes into your sixth bowl. I, I, I'm focused on state and a 500 season this year. I, I, I have talked myself into that being like a pretty good year for our Michigan State Spartans. Go to a middling bowl game. Listen, I, I need to get to Jacksonville, aka Taxonville, the Tax Slayer Bowl this year. I'm going to treat that like the Rose Bowl if they do make it. Because, listen, hey, six and six, seven and five, Tax Slayer Bowl. Sounds pretty damn good right about now off a of 2 in season. But more importantly than that, next year you get to a New Year's Six Bowl with Thorn. Probably getting Thorn for one more year. I, I know it's not part of the question prompt, but my goodness gracious, could you imagine the hoopla and the hysteria and the hype? The three H's. Going into that following twenty twenty three season, coming off a of New Year's Six Bowl, with another year of seasoned Peyton Thorn. Oh yeah, give me that one, baby. I'll punt this season. I'll go to the Jacksonville to slay some taxes and give me the glory in twenty two and twenty three. No doubt about it.
0: I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. yeah. I don't, I. Don't, I, I. I think I right now I'd rather have Russo be the starter, but like if you could tell me for sure that if Thorne starts this season, it's it's gonna mean he's gonna be really good in two years, then sure. I would probably sign up for that over God,
1: could you having Russo. Imagine Russo like leading us to an Orange Bowl, like he would be a cult hero for the rest of his life in in Michigan oh, State. Yes. Guy comes in for King. one year, leads us to New Year's Six glory, and then just dips immediately after. That would be. Whew. That would be awesome. That would be fantastic. Yeah, give that to me.
0: I'll take that. All right, let's do one more. One through seven.
1: One. One, 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 baby. Let's, let's keep chipping away.
0: Okay, Benjamin Waldman.
1: Ben, thank you. Uh, da, da, Love da. it.
0: Okay, it looks like Ben is a student at MSU, it appears, based on these questions. Okay. All right, here we go. Um tips on taking the bus to around campus
1: let me tell you caution your tale about that right now um i listen i'm, I'm a frugal person cheap you, you whatever thrifty whatever you want to call it i refused to get a bus pass first semester freshman year and then when it got cold i'm also a coward and a wuss in cold weather so i was like no i need, I need the bus pass So this is where, like, the thriftiness really came into play is that I said I'm going to get every single, like, mile out of this $50 I just spent on this bus pass. I was busing everywhere. I had a class that was, like, 200 yards away from another lecture hall, but there were bus stops at each one. So I would wait for the bus and go over there. Well, I was not – this is going to shock you and maybe a lot of listeners. I I didn't, like, drink at all freshman year, so it can't be chalked up to drinking. I I did – you know, cafeterias are great, but I think it was the bus – that I rode so many times that I gained 35 pounds. Second semester, <laughs> freshman year, not, not, not the whole freshman year. No, 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 no. In the five months of the second semester, I gained 35 pounds. So if you're going to use the bus, mix in a walk or a bike ride every once in a while, just for, just for your own health right there. Um, that's all the advice I have to give for you for the bus pass is just, I know you have the pass. It's nice to, to hop on a nice, warm or cold bus. Enjoy the campus, too. It's, it's it's a fine campus to walk in uh, Yeah, burn some calories, not like I did circa 2011. But yeah.
0: There you go. Yeah. Um, best Chinese food in the Lansing area.
1: <sighs> Will, do you want to take this one?
0: <laughs> I think the answer is obvious.
1: Panda Express in the International Student uh, Bookstore.
0: No, but that is clutch as hell. Okay. That location center at campus, just oh, like, yeah. bada-bing, bada-boom, Panda sure. Express. Um, Rice Kitchen.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I, I'm not going to say that I know <laughs> no, because no, no, I... No. I, I, I
0: I'm, go ahead. My bad. Oh, are you unaware of, like, Rice Kitchen?
1: I'm hip to it. Like, I, I know of it, and I know it gets a lot of hype, and people, like, go crazy over it, but I guess I don't know why. So, oh, um... <laughs> i
0: i like rice kitchen and never had an issue with them
1: with that um, said <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've heard many horror stories of oh um, uh, okay <laughs> rice kitchen it it has a two point six on the <gasps> Google reviews, oh that's
1: tough. Which is, that's tough that's tough <laughs> that's, that's tough that's tough to do oh, for a
0: chinese uh food oh place, for any, any, anywhere but, any
1: establishment <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah like McDonald's is like 2 3.2 like that's the floor yeah. um oh no honestly <laughs> there's some good sushi places uh, maru sushi is great there's a couple of them or there was it was a couple of them um gosh i i just, i i panda Expr- no not panda express um Say it. no like <sighs> Man, I would always get Rice Kitchen. It was it was great. It slapped. I don't know what these people. Sushi, ya, yeah, no, uh, is yeah. Talk good.
1: about Rice. Bumped their two point six rating right here in this pod. Yeah, I don't, get, look. Give I, them I, their I can't. I can't deny.
0: Um, I can't deny. No Thai is good. There you go. Go to No Thai. I mean, it's Thai, not Chinese. Um, okay, but you know, it's similar families. Um, let's see what else is over there. I yeah, I don't really know. There's There really weren't many great Chinese food options, honestly.
1: Wham, Yeah, sorry. And I've yeah, uh, got it, the palate of a five-year-old, so that is not my repertoire. Sorry.
0: Yeah, like, honestly, That's I would fair. always get Rice Kitchen. It was always fine. Maybe because I was under the
1: influence. Well, I was going to say, like, sometimes fine is all you're aiming for. And, like, nothing's yeah. wrong with a fine it's, meal. You know what? It,
0: look, Rice Kitchen, it was like six bucks
1: for a meal. See? Okay? Bang. Look at that. Right there. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. um if you have a horror story from rice kitchen please email us <laughs> like yeah that's, know, that's a great
1: segment video. yeah <laughs> rice kitchen's greatest hits <laughs> it's good right, eat up a segment one, here one yeah.
0: one more from benjamin what's your best relationship advice
1: wow oh man that's tough uh best relationship advice you know Can I offer something that I always give like if I'm like at a shower or like an event where like they're talking about like, oh, advice for the married couple. Can can I give that advice? Because like this is kind of off the wall and this isn't one that you'll hear um, a lot, I think, is and I read this one place and it's really a good idea is at the end of the day, when you're with your significant other, um, don't ask how their day was. You know, you'll get like a good, fine. You You don't get the full story at say. Tell me about your day. That's going to get them to open it up. There it's going to lead go. to more conversation. It's going to like really let you know the emotions of their day show, get a lot of stuff off their chest. It, you're not going to get a short answer, so it's it's a random as hell um, piece of advice, but it, it's one that I think is a good one because yeah, it's how you just get the most out of your conversation and really shows that you care for the other person as well. So
0: that's, that's a that's a good go one. Me. I always ask. Yeah. Um, I always ask the wife, any interesting cases at work today? And That's that a good opens one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like boy, how about them, so. Sure. Boy, let me tell you about the eyeball I removed. Okay. I'm still. Yeah, just,
1: please. Yeah. <laughs> well, can I did we a podcast today, done. so top that. That's right. Can we
0: can we wait till we're done eating spaghetti to talk about the intestines <laughs> that you were messing around with? Yep, here you there. Um, let's see. Best relationship advice. Get really good at listening, like legitimately listening, not hearing, like listening, like that's a good one, put effort into listening and like processing because it's like the easiest way for small things to build up is it's just like, oh yeah, I forgot you told me about that. Oh yeah. I, I, I wasn't fully listening when you said what we were doing tonight. Guilty charged. Yeah, t- a time and half of a place, wait, what are we doing again? I literally just told you, like, that stuff, it's like the smallest things can actually lead to, like, <laughs> getting into arguments if you don't do a good job listening. And my wife will tell you, I'm still not good at it. I'm trying to get better. So become a really good listener. Like, legitimately focus on being a great listener. All right. That'll do it for us here. We'll be back tomorrow, Friday, last show of the week. Listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey, featuring announces from the GOAT of NBA Mock Draft's Chad Ford and Odyssey NBA experts Brian Scalabrini-White Mamba and former NBA general manager Ryan McDonough. Our Locked On NBA local experts will be making selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021. On the new Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts, Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, and music that matters to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Matt, do you have some trivia?
1: I do, and I got a gettable trivia question here, Will. Uh, What MSU alum averaged 5.1 points per game as an NBA rookie during the 2016-17 season, then doubled that mark in the 2017-18 campaign with 10.2 points per game?
0: Um... So he rookie was a rookie in sixteen
1: seventeen season. Yes.
0: Okay, so his last year would have been 2015-2016. Yes. Denzel Valentine.
1: That would be one Denzel Valentine will. Well done. Look at you. That a bit. That a bit. Go green.